0: Hey, this is Jerome with MyersMethods.com, and if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my friend Scott Ferguson.
1: Time to Shine Today podcast squad, it is Scott Ferguson, and I got episode 133, and it is with my really good friend Jerome Myers from Myers Development Group, and one thing, I tried my hand at commercial real estate before, and I failed miserably just because I've been in the... Uh, residential real estate uh, for now 22 years and I tried commercial thinking I can't be that much different well I'll tell you what it is different and the Myers method is uh, fantastic what uh, Jerome brings to the table and the knowledge nuggets he's gonna about about ready to drop on you here in a minute you're gonna want to break out your notebooks sit back and relax so without further ado here's my really good friend Jerome Myers Hey, 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 time to shine today. Varsity squad, it is Scott Ferguson. And I got myself Mr. Jerome Myers here from the Myers Development Group. This guy has forgot more about investing in multifamily than I will even care to know. And that's why I brought him on to be able to educate you and level you up within the multi family, like multi-unit. I mean, this guy, his resume is sick. Uh, you need you to go to jeromemyers.co, not com, dot co, and just check out his story. Um, and we're going to dig into a little bit about that as well. He focuses on buying broken apartment building businesses and using innovative thinking and solid execution stat- strategies to optimize the operational efficiency of his business. Currently, Mr. Myers is Asset manager for approximately 90 units and 90,000 square feet of office, of, of workspace. That's some serious credentials, people. And when he's not actively working on his personal portfolio, he coaches other real estate investors on the Myers method of multifamily investings and hang on to the end of this because not only is uh, Mr. Myers going to drop some serious knowledge nuggets on you about investing and leveling up your life but also he's going to allow me to be an affiliate which i'm gonna be able to offer you his program at a pretty solid price so man jerome come on introduce yourself to the squad and but first what is your favorite color red red love it because you took the red pill
0: i took the red (laughs) pill I
1: I love this. I love this. I've been waiting a while to get Jerome on. He was uh, introduced to me by somebody that I I care a lot for. He's a great guy that helps a lot of people out there in the squad has actually reached out to Jason Holzer. But Jerome, let's get into the origins, man. Let's start uh, from maybe college forward to how you really started to get into the the real estate investing, please.
0: Yeah, man. So sophomore year, me and my buddy Duran are sitting on the stoop and we're doing the math. I'm paying three ninety five. I've got two roommates paying three ninety five. Same things happening downstairs in his apartment. We multiplied it out across the complex and the man's making seven hundred grand a year. We never seen him and talked to him like what in the world is going on here? How do you do something like this? Right. right. So, you know, I'm the son of a soldier in a stay at home. mom. My dad was in the Marines. Then he jumped over to the army. We didn't have wealth discussions at the dining room table. It was just about hard work, doing good in your particular job, and then, you know, coming back home and being a good family person. So fast forward, I run through corporate America, engineering, project management. My last role, I get the opportunity to build a $20 million division for a Fortune 550 company, right? I'm employee number two. We've got $0 built. End of the year, 170 employees, $6 million in profit. 20 million top line. And the reward for that is laying folks off. Christmas Eve, Jerome. We're going into the new year. We don't need all the folks. Somebody else can pick the people who are going to continue, but I recommend that you do it because you've got to still deliver the profits at the end of next year. I promised myself I'd never do that again, but I spent Christmas to New Year's figuring out who's going to be on the team and who wasn't going to be on the team moving forward. Oh man. Fast forward to Thanksgiving of the next year. I get told the same thing. Hey, we got to make some changes. And it's that at that point, I decided I was going to be a corporate America dropout. So I drop out, start knocking on the doors of banks, go to about 10 of them. They all tell me, no, you don't have the appropriate experience to buy a multifamily property. I said, what do you mean, guys? I've got an engineering license, I've got an MBA, <laughs> just a $20 million business. Like, surely that counts for something. He said, you haven't signed a loan on a multifamily property and executed a similar business plan. So you don't have the experience you need in order to be successful in this space. And so I started fixing and flipping houses. Scott, you might know a little bit about that. A little bit. Yeah, man.
1: Actually. So
0: we're sitting on the stoop. The stoop's pretty important in my world. And the guy pulls up and he says, Hey man, let me check out your finishes. We're getting ready to do one down the street. Why don't I want to make sure that we're doing the right thing in that one. And sure enough, We're talking. He's like, hey, I'm thinking about buying this building. I was like, man, where? Oh, it's down in Churchill. I was like, I tried to buy that four or five months ago. They said, (laughs) I'm an experience partner. He said, well, I'm going to write an offer. And I said, please don't leave me out. Bring me in on the deal. You're You're the guy I've been looking for. Sure enough, he went and made that offer without me. It got rejected. He went and talked to one of my buddies who was a general contractor. Said, I need you to come in on this deal with me. He said, I'm only doing that deal if Jerome's in the deal, because he was talking to me about it four or five months ago. And so I got in my first deal.
1: Nice. And
0: how many a, un- units was that, Jerome? 23. It was 20, a one okay. 2, 7 buy. seven okay. uh, by bought, bought it with average rents, about six ninety five. And we, we touched everything in there, Scott. We did the roofs, parking lot, siding, tuck walls out on the first floor. These are townhome style units. Um, you know, new baths, new kitchens, all the things, added a, a bathroom on the first floor. And we get through that, finish everything, get it leased up. Now we're getting 1195 there. And for the people who do the math, you know, that's a significant increase in the value of that property. Oh
1: my gosh, yes.
0: You know, we're still holding that. But, you know, the thing that happened though, is after we closed, because I was selected as asset manager, there was a press release that came out from the broker the brokerage company that sold us the deal. And my phone started blowing up, Scott. Guess who was calling? Let
1: me guess. The, uh, the bank?
0: The banks were calling. <laughs> I had experience. I checked the box. Yeah. So I leveraged that and started buying deals here in Greensboro, North Carolina and We've been doing it ever since, man.
1: That's that's fantastic. Let me ask you something with, you went and have an engineering degree, right? So you are smart. You're, as a realtor, you're my worst nightmare because you're going to read every freaking word in the contract, right? And, and and pick it apart. But, and I say that, uh, you know, affectionately, but what does your family think about, man? You have a degree, right? And you're going and doing the real estate investing.
0: You're crazy,
1: right? Right.
0: Because, you go to school, you go get a good job, you get married, you have two kids, and you get a white picket fence and a dog, and there you go. do that forty years, and then you hope to live for five or ten afterwards. And right? Like, uh, what are you doing? And so, it, it's a different story, but it goes back to taking the red pill, right? You know, right. The main for me was a documentary, and it talks about. It shows you the two paths in life you can take. You can take the one that's kind of proven and steady and monotonous, or you can jump out of that thing and live life in truth and really pursue your dreams and your ambitions and make those a reality.
1: I love it. So with as a real estate investor, what do you think makes a great investor? Consistency. Okay. Consistency Without, what?
0: Because, you know, there's a whole lot of people who get out here and they say they want to do this and they want to do that, but it's the consistency and the, be able, the ability to persist through the challenges that make all the difference. Right. People are starting out on an endeavor or a venture. They've got these kind of loose guidelines on what they're supposed to do, but there's nobody to stand over you and say, hey, is this delivered? Did you call that person? Did you follow up on that lead? Did you do all the things that you have to do in order to deliver the result?" Sure. It's usually based on you and your own effort, and most people aren't disciplined enough to stay consistent
1: right they feel that uh, that one maybe fail and then they just that whole right prefrontal cortex of their brain gets scared, and then they they stop right so what then let, let's put it this way like okay so if i'm out you you offer okay, how did you come to the realization that you want to start paying it forward and building a course to show others basically, basically to compete with you.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't really see it as competition. I can't buy everything. Right. And right. the fact of the matter is the stuff that most people are going to buy coming in, I'm not looking at anyway. Right. And then when they find something <laughs> that is uh, bigger than they can take down and they need some help, guess who they're going to call Scott.
1: That's right. I'm going to call, call the, call the Myers man. So, If I'm out at a networking event here in South Florida, we're allowed to do that a little bit, you know, go out, press some flesh, you know, have a couple adult beverages. And I'm talking to somebody who would be a what what kind of things would they say to me, Jerome, that would make them a good referral connection or uh, someone that I might want to introduce to you?
0: Yeah, I think the people who are going to be successful with this have some form of technical background or ransom business, right? Mm-hmm. When you introduced me, you said I buy broken apartment building businesses. This isn't your traditional run of the mill where you're buying a widget, and I consider houses widgets, right? right. You buy the widget, you sell the widget for a bigger profit. Here, you're buying the building. It's attached. Well, you're buying the business. It's attached to real estate. That's what the bank likes to lend on right? Mm -hmm. And then you're fixing that business, right? You're increasing revenue, you're decreasing expenses, that makes it worth more. And that's when you make the equity play. The big difference between the single family and the multifamily stuff is the single family is based on the sales around you. The multifamily is based on how much money you can make the thing make. And so-
1: Capitalization rate, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cap rate is what you divide into, but that net operating income is- Okay. The difference, and so you you can. It's really simple, though. It's not easy, but it's simple. You either increase the income and keep the expenses the same, or you keep the income the same and decrease the expenses, or you can do the best of both worlds, where you increase the income, decrease the expenses, and then you get an explosion on the net operating income, and then when you divide it by that cap rate or the capitalization rate, that's when you jump up that value. And wow. an the point, man, if I have something that's a ten cap. And I increase the value $100 per door per month, right? And well, let's make it $10,000 a year. And I divide it by that 10 cap. I've increased the value of the property by 100 grand by increasing the income by $10,000 a year. Right. And so when that number gets smaller, the amount that each dollar of income is worth jumps up even more. Wow. That's the really powerful piece of being in a multifamily space. Dude, that
1: was, that's literally the best explanation I've ever gotten for cap rates and how that can work towards the NOI, the, the net operating income. So I appreciate that. Hey, let's tell us about a fail. You, 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 it can't be roses across the board. Tell us about one that sticks out to you. The one that you're like, man, that you could have made right, but you made the wrong decision.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's so many, right? I, I <laughs> cast called Multifamily Missteps so that people can learn about the mistakes of operators across the country because I'm tired of, you know, rainbows and sunshine all the time, right? There are real mistakes that happen in the space. And so, you know, my favorite mistake to talk about is when I modeled a project, because you got to put this pro forma together, right? I modeled a project, we were buying a building for $840,000. I modeled the real estate taxes in that pro forma at $1,000. Okay. Anybody, I mean, that's what you pay on a single family home. Right, right. $1,000 building, right? The taxes were $10,000. $10,000. And just like we talked about that cap rate being important when you're increasing the net operating income. Well, imagine if you're $9,000 the wrong way in the net operating income because you made a rounding error or you left out a zero on the number that you put in the pro forma, right? right. And so there is, I did that deal. There's no way that I can make up that $9,000 gap that I had in the pro forma because I'm not going to be able to increase the income by that much. Right. And really think there's that much in expenses that I can reduce, and so I just have to ride it out. Is it terrible? No. I mean, that property makes over $100,000 a year, so $10,000 isn't that big of a deal, Right. but the fact of the matter is, you know, I made that huge mistake, and it could have been, if it was in a different property, you know, it, it could have sunk the ship.
1: Right. Wow. Luckily, you had that that little buffer there. So, th- let's talk about the hair, little bit you know Uh, I mean he's a handsome dude if you're watching on YouTube he looks like he's built like a brick but like talk about the hair because I heard a little bit of story about the hair like you said you're a clean cut little hair was on your face was your eyebrows tell us about like growing out the hair being kind of of like my Samson here
0: man Scott I appreciate you doing your research man I mean the long story short is you know it was back in 2010 I was in a pretty deep hole I didn't Really like my life, and it's crazy because I, I would sound really ungrateful. You know, we just closed on a six thousand square foot house. I was in a position to pretty much buy anything I wanted to buy. I was, I thought I was pretty much killing it in my day job. Right, um, had a brand new. Well, she was about six months old, my my first daughter, and but I was I was depressed. I was miserable, and I started asking questions like, "What's wrong? Why do I believe what I believe?" And in that journey, in that inner self work, I realized like, there's a whole lot of stuff I'm doing that I don't actually believe. I'm just doing it out of tradition. Perfect example. When somebody sneezes,
1: what are you supposed to say? Blush you. Why? Because your heart stops, right? It doesn't. Live through it. (laughs) That's what I was told.
0: Yeah, right. Right. But it doesn't stop, right? That's the old wise tell and people just do it, and so now you know if somebody sneezes, they may think they have coronavirus, but you know, <laughs> right? Hey, it's just these traditions and practices, and so what I really wanted to do was get back to the core and challenge all of the stuff that I've been taught growing up. I call it programming. I got sure. programmed up, and then decide what I believed and what I didn't believe, and then utilize those things to take my life to the next level. And so, you know, I haven't had a haircut in 10 years, man. And part of it was I told myself that I I couldn't grow my hair because it wasn't appropriate. But then I started peeling back the layers and I was like, well, what is inappropriate about it? Or why should I have to do this? And so when I couldn't find a profound reason why I needed to do that, I made the shift. And it's just an external um signal to people that I meet that I'm defining the world in my own terms, and I'm going to live in that way.
1: Your pops being a Marine, what do you think about it?
0: One day, he's like, what are you doing? I said, "Uh, I'm growing my hair. And (laughs) he just kind of looked at me. And what was crazy, though, is he's got a lot of rebellion in him, too. And so... (laughs) Those years where he couldn't grow a beard, now he's got this great beard that he's grown out. And so, you know, at the end of the day, and I said, what are you doing? He said, well, they told me for 20 plus years that I couldn't grow a beard. I'm growing
1: now. I love it, man. So, hey, mind if I ask your age? 37. Okay, 37. So you'll remember who Marty McFly is, right? Back to the future? Okay. So let's get in the DeLorean, right? Let's go back to the 22-year-old Jerome what kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on him with the wisdom you have now that will help maybe shorten his learning curve and uh, level up a little quicker?
0: First thing, get aggressive on coaching, right? If every athlete has a coach, but if it's not about athletics. It's about performing at the highest level that you can absolutely perform at, right. right? And so get locked in with the coach, make the investment because that will speed up your curve so much more than whatever it will cost in cash today. Love that it. The exponential return on investment if you've got the right person and you're willing to actually follow the guidance. I think the second thing I would say is go to multifamily now. Right, I I was playing around with corporate America. I was playing around with houses and you know making sure that I had a nice home and cars and all this other stuff. When I should have been investing in income producing assets, so that it would be able to buy my freedom sooner.
1: Love that, love it. And I, I he would probably listen too. You know, it's like a lot of times a twenty two year old they're like, uh, just go for it, just which is fine advice. But just like, get aggressive on coaching, man. Hire a coach. I hired my first. I'm almost fifty, and I hired my first one at twenty five. And it's made all the difference. I've had one even when I lost everything in oh seven, oh eight, oh nine. I still had a coach. I still made a way to find it because he helped me through it. So we talk a lot about the dash here, Jerome. And the I want to know how you want your dash remembered. That little line in between your your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life and death date. How do you want that remembered? Maybe your life, legacy, or your epitaph. How do you want to be remembered?
0: Yeah, I want to be remembered as a lover of people, right? I when we look around the world and all the stuff that's happening, I think love fix it all. You want to be able to handle people with grace. You want to be able to handle people with mercy. And I think those things in and of themselves fix the vast majority of the problems in the world. And so if I can be a living example of that and encourage other people to do it, I think my time here will be well spent.
1: Love it. Love it. That's fantastic. So when someone comes to Jerome for for, to learn how to level up and get involved in the multifamily world. Is there any good question that you wish they would ask you but never do?
0: What do I have to do in order to be successful? Okay, right. Everybody comes in thinking, oh, well, success is guaranteed. And if I just write this check or if I do this one thing, then it's going to happen. And that's not true. It's a bunch of stacking. There's a bunch of maneuvering there's a bunch of step steps forward and two steps back in order sure. to get to what you got to get to and they don't right. actually any question
1: so what is the B-I-G, the big thing that jerome wants to accomplish you know before you know you draw that last breath
0: i want to free 100 people from work they're not passionate about through multifamily investing that's 100 so I-
1: people minimum that's the minimum got it love it man so what are three things, or let's say person, places, or things, three things that uh, Jerome can't live without? Oh, my kids. Okay.
0: One, my ladies, number two, and travels, number three.
1: Love it. You know, I was asked, you know, what three things I would take to the Mars if I was the first colony. I was like, one, my lady, Susan. Two, my dog, Stitch, and, you know, my fur babies, all my fur babies and three would be chicken wings. Cause I'm a snob dude. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I need, I need a good chicken wing. So I got to take those three, but, uh, Hey, so what is your definition of a life well lived then, Jerome?
0: Significant, right? It's your ability to positively impact the lives of the people around you. That's opening doors for them. It's creating opportunities. It's uh, just helping them through tough spots. Like that's the game.
1: Fantastic, man. I love that. I love it. Total go-giver. Appreciate that. So as we wind things down here a little bit, Jerome, we like to do what's called a leveling up lightning round. Five or six questions I'm going to ask you. You and I could talk 15, 20 minutes on each one of them, but you got five seconds, no explanations. You ready? Let's do it. Here we go. What's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Your dreams should be real. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success.
0: Running six miles in the morning.
1: Wow. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> That's crazy. So not what you're reading now, not the flavor of the month you see out there. What is the one book that if I was to be like, man, Jerome, I'm not feeling it, you know, and be like, Fergie, here, read this.
0: Your dreams should be real. That's a book? It is.
1: Okay. Who's that by? <laughs> Me. <laughs> is it really? Well, man, yeah. that, that'll be in the show notes, people. Awesome. So what's the most commonly used emoji when you text? Upside down, smiley face. Upside down, smiley face. Not wisdom wise, but age wise, like physical wise, what age would you be for the rest of your life?
0: I think I'd be 37.
1: 37. Okay. That was a great age too. It's just, you know what, the market crashed when I was like 37, 38. So my mind was elsewhere. Like I always look back to 32 because that's when I was the most energetic and whatnot. But uh, so what is your favorite organization or charity you like to give your time and your money to?
0: Yeah. So my alma mater, North Carolina A&T State University, we set up a full scholarship for engineering student there. Awesome. Oh, so Fantastic. You just saw into
1: that. Awesome. And last question, it's a little bit harder, but what is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s?
0: Gotta go with
1: the 90s. 90s, all right. has such great transitional (laughs) decade, man. Fantastic. So how can we find you, Jerome?
0: Yeah, if you're interested in learning more about multifamily investing specifically, jump over to MyersMethods.com. And I'm on LinkedIn, and I'm the only Jerome Myers in Greensboro, North Carolina.
1: (laughs) Gotcha. So it's MyersMethods.com, and folks, um, we're, I'm going to again, like I talked about earlier, um, I'm going to set up as an affiliate with Mr. Jerome here uh, to be able to, because I believe in what he's doing, and, and he's actually genuine. He's a total go giver, wanting to m- impact lives. So, Jerome, leave us with one last knowledge nugget that you want us to take, the squad to take with them, internalize, and take action on.
0: Yeah, for me, I'll go back to the nugget I was given. Your dreams should be real. And if you haven't heard that before, now you're accountable for it. So whatever that dream is that you put on the shelf and you let the world tell you you shouldn't have, you got to pull that thing down and make it a reality. There's somebody that you haven't met that's counting on you to do what's been put on your heart so that they can go do their thing. And so please don't let them down because the world's counting on you.
1: Love it, man. And and squad, I don't know about you, but. I just got a free, free F-R-E-E masterclass. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the notes that I'm taking is just outrageous. You know, I do one day want to sit on the stoop. You know, I want to be invited to the stoop with Jerome and whatnot. But this, this guy has a persistence that doesn't recognize failure. Consistent and persistent that didn't recognize failure. He took the red pill. He got that 23-unit building. He had it at 16,000 and he pushed it up to 27,485. That, that is amazing what he did to really turn that building around. He wants, you to, he wants to be able to guide you so you don't have the multifamily missteps. Get out of your tradition, man. If it's not fitting you and it's not fitting what you're feeling, then get out of it. Like Jerome did. He grew his hair out. He feels comfortable. He feels uh, present. He feels in demand. You know, get aggressive about hiring a coach. I cannot say that enough. You know, he's a lover of people and he handles people with grace and mercy. You know, he would want you to ask yourself, what do you have to do to be successful? And when you're asking yourself that, remember that Jerome is out there wanting to free 100 people of mediocrity and have them level up. He wants to be significant, impact lives, and his dream should be real. And my man, thank you for coming on, Jerome, under the Time to Shine Today podcast. You're fantastic. You level up your health. You level up your wealth. You're a go-giver. You're part of our squad now, man, so you can't go anywhere.
0: This is awesome, Scott. I appreciate the opportunity to share with you, man.
1: Appreciate you, brother. Talk soon. All right. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast, probably brought to you by Sutter & Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you're a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine today please visit time timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, Let's level up. It's our time to shine.